Oh, and we're back. Welcome to KDJ Podcast. What's up? When I say I'm going to hit record, I We didn't even get a countdown. You usually do <laughs> like three, two, one. He's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, Justin, bring us in. <laughs> I got it, though. Came through clean. We got a guest today. You, what's up, Danny? Hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, I thought you were saying something, dude. I was like, you like looked at me like you were about to talk, so I was like, I don't know, I'm you, you gave me like eyebrows, and I was like, where's he going? I don't know. No, we got Danny here. Um, we actually, KDJ uh, sponsored him at Pine Brook. We did give him some swag. Yeah, He was looking shirt. super fresh. Yeah, wear that shirt everywhere. Yeah, I seen you had it the other day. Who wore it? Sunday? Yep, Sunday attack. I was like, yeah, sick yeah. shirt, bruh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Represent. <laughs> yeah. How was that tournament for you? You played like a whole bunch of tournaments back to back, like during that time, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm still doing them a whole bunch, but that tournament in general was very tough mentally. It was weird. Um, I got put on a different card than the pro card, so I was kind of watching the scores the whole time instead of watching other people play. So it was just mentally, I just couldn't get in the groove. But you know, you live, you learn, you move on, and true that you know. yeah make having to make that adjustment mentally at the like the last minute like yeah. you didn't know that right right, right. yeah not at all like, oh yeah by the way you're not playing in that group no <laughs> it's like all what? the people you're competing with but you know hey shout out to jake he played great and took he it down really so did play great he know. did i would think that's the best i've ever seen him play he scored uh, it was he used number minus three, three under yeah, yeah yeah that's an impressive score yeah. at pinebrook man. absolutely yeah what, what's the best score you ever had there um, I think I shot five is my best there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was actually like the second or third time I ever played there. And then ever since, it's, it hasn't been that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really tough. And we don't play it much. No. We play it like here and there. And still, just like when you get to eight, like one through seven is like clean, crisp. Oh, like, yeah. You're you know like, this is great. And then the lines just all change once you get to eight. Yeah. And it's like, okay, eight, nine, ten. We better hold on tight because yeah, it's about to really yeah. Good. And I mean, just the the fact that you have to climb a gigantic dude. By the time I get to the top of that hill, I'm like, yo, who needs a nap and a beer? Because like, <laughs> I'm gonna need to take a break right now, dude. The first time we played, I was so hungover. It was so bad. <laughs> and I showed up in a mullet. Yeah. He showed up in his mullet. Yep. And our buddy with no shirt and my <laughs> denim vest on. <laughs> Oh, it was great. We played it. We were ripping through, and we uh, we got to eight because we like we found our ways pretty through. Then we got to eight. We were walking all the way, all over the place, and then Keith looks up. And he's like, "There's the basket." I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah. How high do you have to be to put that basket right there? <laughs> you have to be high on God <laughs> or, or drunk. Because <laughs> I mean, but it's sick course though. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did a great job in that area that he has and it's really a top level course yeah i'm just not there yet <laughs> oh yeah well you help out all over right oh yeah all stuff? over the place i mean I've you're been, in the mix quite a bit yeah i i dedicated three hours a week because i'm busy with work and life and family but three hours a week i do coursework places so there pinebrook yetter uh trying to revamp river's edge with keith um how's that going over. Oh, it's a lot of work, but, you know, we've got a quarter of the way through a new hole. Really? It's just all brush. But That's down there past the soccer fields where you're going yeah. by the menacing, right? Yep. Nice nine-hole little course. Um, used to be really fun to play. You'd go around two, three, four times with no problem, and then it just got overgrown. 
I've never seen it not overgrown. I didn't even know that there was a disc golf course there. Yeah. Until it was too late. <laughs> I have a buddy who lives, well, his wife's mom now. So if you pass where you would park okay. and you go down the dirt road, right? the first house on the left is that. And like I would go there all the time. I was like, shit, dude, that's where these baskets are? Like, trees growing up and stuff like that. It's tough. And I just thought it just died out. But it's yeah. cool that they're trying to bring it back. Yeah, yeah, well, it'll get there, you know. Um, right now they're trying to replace one of the baskets because it had gotten stolen. But, you know, it is what it is. They'll get that replaced and we'll do some cleanup work and we'll have a third course in the area. That'll be sick. Yeah. yeah. I say that all the Me and him talk about this all the time. We're like... Man, if we were like a half hour that way, there's courses just everywhere, yeah. you know. Down here, there's it's Yetter and Pinebrook for me. Like essentially, that's what I play, and it's Yetter really because yeah. Pinebrook is only if I'm in the mood for punishment, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, what are you guys? Twenty minutes from Yetterish around yeah, there? It depends <clears throat> what day it is, the traffic, and if you're in a rush. Yeah, I'm not even ten minutes away. Oh wow. Yeah, I live down on Chipperfield, so. Okay. I'm right around the corner. Yeah, I mean, like I said, depending what day it is, how much traffic's out there, I could be there in 10. How I could be there in 15. How heavy your foot is that <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> like that one day we went and played uh, Field of Dreams. I left oh, my yeah. house. Yeah. Dude, there was not a soul on the road. I was so confused for Saturday morning. And I looked down and was like, I was just cruising at like 65, 70. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. There's no cars. And then I'm like, I got to his house. I'm like, dude, there was no cars. What's going on? <laughs> this is like the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> it's like the zombie apocalypse happened, and like we're the ones that don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to play disc. Everybody yeah. <laughs> else is bunkered down. That was a cool course, man. Everybody was telling me. I heard the feel about Field of Dreams from like everybody down at Yetter, like separately. Everybody was like, oh yeah, I play there. You got to go there. And then we finally did. That course is cool. Yeah, and the course rep down there, Justin Choka, he's been putting in a lot of work down there with those orange baskets. And um, I actually played a tournament there. Uh, New Jersey State's one round was there. Man, it was looking nice. Yeah. yeah. It's a cool course. It's it's cool with the variety of what you want to play. Like, we played everything long. Yeah. Because we were down there. I was like, we got to play everything long. Like, right. Let's do it. And you get like half the course in the woods, and then you get out and get to just throw in the fields. Yeah, yeah ripping them on that. What is seventeen? Yeah, right. That long. Oh one. my, yeah. that is forever long. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty neat. The only hole we didn't get to play was six. Yeah, there was a little league deal going on, and people right there. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we just kind of bypass that. Yeah, that was old hole one. So that's where you used to start. Yep. Because we're like yeah. hole one. So is there a different type of course? Yeah. No. They changed it so that you play all the wood holes first, and then you head to the field. Because you yeah. used to play half, head to the field, and then have to walk back to play in the woods. So it just flows better. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. It was definitely interesting, like, some of the layout. And there's so many blind yeah. shots on the box. like Yeah, shooting uphill. Yeah. <laughs> I almost got railed by a disc. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. I liked it down there. How did you get into, like doing that like helping out with places and like getting into the mix like that instead of just playing uh well i i play a lot like out in francis e. walter dam hickory run linesville area uh which is i think it's west of here um and i got involved out there first because the guys out there are all about coursework um and then i moved up to massachusetts and when i came back the opportunity came to me to run yetter 
And as soon as I ran Yetter, it was like, okay, there's a lot more that goes into this than to just play and show up for (laughs) this. I mean, I was weed whacking, so then I made it a point, like, I'm going to help out everywhere I can because these guys need help. I mean, it just is the truth. There's a guy running it, and everybody's giving him a hard time because fairways aren't trimmed. It's like, (laughs) the dude's got a job. The dude's got a job himself, and trying to, you know, run the events... Oh, yeah. At least we could do is help them out weed whacking. Yeah, right. yeah, it's so. true that. That's no, it's cool, always man. cool to give back. Yeah, absolutely. Not me. I'm a taker. Just, <laughs> I want the Self, course. You selfish. I just, I'm going to play. Nah, you, you, you come up and you come and show up though and donate and that's that's all part of it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, last yeah. year it was what Halloween time we were playing and we weren't into like you know playing with the other guys and stuff like that. We've talked about this before. <laughs> and. uh <laughs> It was Halloween when you guys did the like the costumes and right. stuff. I looked at him. I had no cash, and I was like, "Damn it, dude!" I did thought I didn't know it was that weekend we played. I'm like, I felt so bad. I'm like, we really should donate money. Like we're here all the time. Like we should at least do something. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just gonna get drunk and forget about it. <laughs> um, I felt bad. Well, it was like right after that that we started playing. Yeah, oh, like in cool. for tags because we'd be there all the time and see you guys, and everybody's like, "Why don't you guys join us?" And we're like, at least for me, can't speak for Justin, but for myself, always I was like, "No, I don't. I don't. I'm not that. I'm gonna embarrass myself." Yeah, same. Like I thought you guys were like same. Kobe used to hound me all the time. He's like, "Yo, we play." I'm like, "Yo, bro, nope, nope, yeah. no." And then we did. I'm like, oh, "Okay, everybody sucks, just at different levels." <laughs> right. We all hit trees. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. So it's that thing. <laughs> So, uh, do you have, like, go-to discs, or do you change it up often? Um, my bag's been pretty set for this season. Um, my go-to Potter is the AVR3. Everybody will see me throwing that red guy. Mm-hmm. I've had that in my bag for six years. Um, and that thing's just, that disc I would I would give a leg for. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's my baby, but... Um, as for like fairway drivers, I'm throwing the Crave right now. I carry three yeah. Craves in the bag. Um, three Craves, yeah. Carrying three Wraiths, um, <laughs> flippy one, a stable yeah. one, and a flick one. Um, and then I got my DD3s, which are like destroyers. That's for the wind shots and stuff like that. But, you know, I've been kind of steady with the bag for the last year and a half, two years. So. Yeah. But How long have you been playing for? Eight years. Yeah, about eight years, I think. How'd you get into it? I was going to say, tell us the origin story. Oh, yeah. yeah. The first time you went disc golfing, how did did you end up getting into it? This actually kind of... And hooked. Yeah. Yeah, Well, if you play, you're hooked. Yeah, as soon as you play once, you're (laughs) hooked. But it's a funny story. So my older brother, Micah, he calls me up one day. um, He's like, hey, we're going disc golfing. I'm like, what are you talking about, disc golfing? I'm half asleep. Why are you calling me this early in the morning? He's like, no, we're going disc golfing. Get up. So I get up, we go to Target, we buy three Franklin discs each. They were just this starter pack of Franklin discs. The mm-hmm. things were like terrible. And we go to Field of Dreams. First course we ever played. Jesus. Okay. Halfway through, we break two of our discs, each of us. So we're playing with one Franklin disc <laughs> at Field of Dreams. And it, we were hooked from there, but it was like, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, man, this cannot be like this. So there's got to be better discs that don't. Shatter, shatter every time you hit a tree like this is my first time throwing and i'm shattering these discs you they're, didn't know your own strength they're not even going 100 feet and they're shattering so then 
we immediately went to like the sporting goods store and bought the Anova starter set and just were hooked from there. But I played probably six or seven courses before I even played Yetter. And I live not even five minutes from Yetter Park. Oh, really? wow. Yeah, because everybody's like, oh, it's just, you know, Yetter's right there. But, you know, it's it's not the longest course in the world. So you should go here. You should go there. And I'm like, okay, I'll go there. I'll go to Jordan Creek. I'll go to Little Lee, Lehigh, South Mountain, uh, all these places in Jersey. And then I'm like, let me try Yetter. And I'm like, why haven't you guys told me to play this course? Yeah. This course is amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like my seventh course to play. but And then, boom, hooked. Like you said, as soon as you throw a disc... Yeah. You're hooked. Yeah. I mean, that's how I started. I mean, I started years ago, like probably like 10 years ago. And then like I died off, but we played Yetter and just, I was always told it was like one of the hardest courses like around our area. Yeah. Little did I know it was like the only course in our area. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's why it was the hardest. <laughs> but that's when everything was overgrown. Like 11, yeah. the, you didn't have a shot to the right. You got to go up the gut. Or you, we weren't finding your desk. Yeah, if you wanted to throw that hyzer on 11 out to the right, and you had to throw with like 450 feet of power because of how high you had to throw it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then hope that you still got over it or the disc was gone. Yeah. Or the yeah. tree that hung over 14's fairway. Yeah. You had to shoot low to the ground or you were smacking that tree. And I was just like, this thing is so tough. But it definitely makes you better. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's, <clears throat> there's still that branch at 14. Yeah, that thing used to come out another 20 feet and then go <laughs> yeah. straight up in the air. It was yeah. the weirdest looking thing in the world. That branch had like a tree coming out of the top of it. I can't even imagine that. Yeah, it was yeah. Because that, what's left of it pisses me off yeah, it was, <laughs> regularly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so just I can't imagine all like, of that not being in play. <laughs> like having to go low. jungle like yeah. you had to fight through. But it's definitely cool. I'm so happy about the blue position at 14. No, oh, yeah, that's fun. It's definitely not an easy shot like everybody thinks. I mean, yeah, it's straight on, and but you got the downslope after the basket, and it's a touchy shot to go downhill that straight. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not birdieing it every time. I mean, I want to birdie it every time, just like I want to birdie 14 every time. But definitely not getting it. No. Yeah. Not at all. I I for for all the time that I've been playing since last year. Um, I just knew in my heart that 12 was going to be my ace one day. And, uh, now I'm 100% convinced it's going to be 14 blue. I don't know. I think it's 14 yellow. Oh, I've, I've seen so yeah. close really, every yeah. I time. I got 14 yellow one time. It was, it's like, there. Yeah. It's the high hyzer and it'll go in. Yeah. I say that to myself Only every once? Time. One time. Yeah. <laughs> How many aces do you have? Oh, boy. I don't oh, know. So, so there's a lot. Too, yeah. too many to count? At, yeah, at least one every year I've played. That's really? Average. At least. Have and you one, aced yet this year? Um, yeah, actually, at the beginning of the year, I hit 12. Oh, shit. Yeah. Awesome. I've hit the basket on 12 so many damn times, and it's like, it hurts inside that it didn't go in. Yeah. No, actually, I clink. got 11 this year, too. I got 12 and 11 this year already. You aced, aced 11? 11? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was super windy day, and I would never throw a destroyer on that shot, you know, because it's like a too too much disc, and I threw a destroyer on it, smash change in doubles at the beginning of the year. Out, you threw outside on the yeah. riser. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just came in. I mean, smashed. I see that happening, but that's <clears throat> there's such a narrow window to get back yeah. in. 
Yeah, yeah it's only a, well, maybe like a 40-foot window. Yeah, I'm probably lucky it hit the basket because I probably would have been 100 past. But <laughs> <laughs> the basket almost exploded when it hit it. But... You would have rolled off down into 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was coming in hot. But That's sick. So do you think like COVID helped bring up the sport of disc golf? Because I feel like disc golf is everywhere now. Yeah, dude, yeah. I really feel like it kicked off. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, there's a statistic... And I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but something like from the time the PDGA started until like 2006, I'm just giving these numbers off the top of my head, um, there was like 58,000 members. This year alone, it increased 58,000 members. That's insane. Yeah, so it like bumped up the same amount from the inception of the PDGA to 2008. In one year, it grew the same amount. Yeah, well, people are like, there's literally nothing to do right now. Right. Yeah. I can do. I can order a starter pack online and go play. Yeah, because last year alone, I got him, um, our buddy Matt, and I got my brother who lives in North Carolina. We went to South Carolina last year, and I got him into it. I got back into playing, and I was like, oh, I'm going to check out South Carolina see if there's any courses by and we went to this, like, there was no baskets. It was sticks. Oh, yeah, like a Target course. Right. It was cool. Yeah, that's cool. It was cool. Like, you just helped a lot. And I, you know, I just brought my bag, took out my brother, my little brother, and my dad. And my brother did not have, like, any, like, interest into it. And I'm like, he's, whatever. Like, yeah. I tried. Yeah. Bro, this dude has more dust than me. <laughs> he's got a cart. He's played in tournaments. He's playing in tournaments. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I'm he like, just didn't want to show you that he I'm liked like, it. I'm like, dude, what did I create? Is your <laughs> wife okay with this? <laughs> I'm like, how do you have all these discs? Well, it's yeah. amazing how quick the uh, the collection of discs oh. expands, especially like for me, because like I'm still new. Right. You know, it's like this is my second season playing. Right. And uh, you know. He, I started off with the Innova starter pack. Right. And then uh and then this guy over here is like, Well, I got this disc and that disc. You should get one of these discs. I gave him a katana that was like (laughs) Yeah. So uh my wife's job used to have a disc off course. So they had old discs. So she gave me a bunch of discs. A lot of them went to Zeus because they were just But I had this red katana, it was sick. And I loved I used to have it that's how I started was with the katana. And I had it for like a long time, and then I switched discs, and I was like, "Here, man, you should have it." This thing goes left all the time. Nope, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it broke it in so bad. Yeah. It changed its function altogether. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy. I think so. My bag, I carry twenty discs, and I think I have like forty or fifty in the car. It's, <laughs> and that's it's not including what's at home. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. crazy. Like you just want to buy. Yeah. I don't know what it is because, and I don't know. Like in the winter when I can't play as much, I find myself buying more discs. It's like that's how I hit the addiction. Is oh, yeah, like, buy, 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 and then they come and you're like, no, I want to play more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you keep wanting to buy discs. I don't know what's set in your head. So I don't know if you bowl or not. I used to. So, yeah. but it's like bowling balls. Yeah, yeah. Bowl, I have, bowling I have balls two are bowling balls. Quite too. a bit more expensive than yeah. discs, but it's the same deal. Like. You throw a ball, you, like you buy one, and you get a set for you, and you're like, "Oh, that's nice." And then you're looking at bowling balls for no reason whatsoever because you're bored, and you're like, "Kind of want that one too." Do I have another hundred and thirty dollars for it? <laughs> and you're like, 
I do. I work hard, <laughs> you know. And then you end up with four or five bowling balls for no real reason. Like you could make do with with the ones that you had already. Right. But it's the same with discs. Like for me, I bought a ton of discs, and I just happened to like decide the ones that I know exactly how they are going to work for me. Right. And I'm not ready to move out of them. <laughs> and even try anything else. I just like what I got. Once they stop doing what I want them to do, I'll find something else that's already in my bag. <laughs> and then play like that. And I'll still play like shit. But <laughs> Yeah. And I'm the like, disc golf companies are blowing up like crazy, too. It's- that's what I'm saying. Like, if you look at it, like, I mean, I played 10 years ago. I didn't know much about this. I went to, what, you had Play Against Sports in Stroud Mall. You had Dick's. I don't even think dicks existed back then. And you had Frolic. My yeah. first discs were from Frolic. Um, and, dude, they smelled like incense for, like, six months, seven months, in the creek, <laughs> in mud, everything. Dude, it was infused into Hippie, that disc. Yeah. Hippie-infused I pulled it out of the creek, and I'm like, all right, we're still good. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then... I don't know. Now, if you look at it, these players now have their names on every disc. Discs are being sold out instantly. And I realized that this year, because I, I always bought discs off of Amazon because I didn't care right. for color. And uh, the one day I went on Amazon, dude, everything I was looking at was sold out. Yeah. And I'm like, what is going on? It's everywhere. It really is. I mean, when I buy a disc, I buy, like, if I'm buying a Wraith, I'll buy five Wraiths just because I know. You know, if I want them in this color and this weight, I better buy them now. You know, yeah, yeah, because they backups. will be gone, or they will be gone. Yeah, it's just crazy. And then now watching the, all these tournaments because we got rid of our tele like TV and shit. So I just YouTube disc off, and I just watch all these tournaments and these players kick it off. And now everybody has their own disc, yep. and then they're like forty dollars a pop, instantly drop at twelve o'clock Central Time, sold out in five minutes. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, what? How many, what are are people doing with all these discs? (laughs) And it gets real bad when you get onto some of these collector's pages. Like, Uh, I just watched a Nate Sexton Firebird that I actually have, and um, it just sold for like $120 online. I'm like, if anybody ever buys a $120 disc and throws it, I don't know what you're doing. Right. But that's like Paul Macbeth's $500 disc. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. What disc Who, is that? What? Oh, I don't remember exactly it's which one it was. It's not the zone. Paul uh, Macbeth can eat like shit a, for it, 500 Are you kidding me? It was like a prototype or something. I forget exactly which one, but yeah, it sold for 500 bucks. Who? Yeah. Who? What? No. No. Come I, on now. I watched him throw listen, it. Listen. I think, I think it was the Las Vegas one, and it went in the water, and they were like, oh, that's a $500 disc, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what I, I love like how does how do you make plastic that expensive it's just it's, it's the same the way crypto is worth something <laughs> <laughs> it's the same way you made money off a dogecoin true <laughs> people just agree that it's worth that not everybody though not me 500 no bucks for a disc i i don't know we were in north we were in south carolina we played uh that one course at that college campus i forget what it's called the sick course it was a 10,000-foot course. It's not uh, uh, Winthrop Gold, is yep. it? Yep. Right there next to Charlotte, but yep. you're on this side of... Yep. Yeah. That's, that's what we played. 
That's cool. That's a USDGC home. So the United States Disc Golf Championship, that's the home course for that every year. Bro, part, what was it? Hole 5, 1,000, part yeah, 5. Yeah, with the, with the water. Thousand? Around the, that's where, yeah, oh, that's around the lake. Yeah. R.I.P. my first crave. <laughs> Bro, that went in the water. I played like shit the whole entire rest of the course. And that was hole 5 because it was just in my head. And then we immediately went to the dish. Uh, I told my brother, I was like, we're going to the shop. Right now, after this whole class, <laughs> we're done because I need like this. Yeah, that that place is wild in October when the USDGC is going on. I mean, there's so much OB on that whole course, and I mean that's where the United States champion is crowned every year. It's an awesome course to go it's see. Beautiful. Yeah. How, so how many nice. times have you played there? I've I've only played it. I played half around there actually. So I went down there with my dad and a buddy of mine that um, from Alaska, Johnny Simpson. And we went down there, and we left on a Friday. We drove 11 hours, got out of the car, played a gold-level course, Renaissance Gold in North Carolina. Then we, the next day, we went and watched the finals of the USDGC when James Conrad won it. And as soon as it was over, we grabbed our bags and started playing to try to beat the, the light because we had to drive back the next day. Yeah. So we were playing until dark. We probably got 12 <laughs> holes in. I mean, we were running through the course, <laughs> but but you want to? I mean, you're yeah, there. But we're there, and we wanted to play it. And how much disc golf is blown up? You couldn't play it the next day because all the tee times were sold out. And it, was, it was just it was incredible to watch. Though I mean, these guys, top level guys, are just killing that course. And I mean, it's it's a monster. It's a tough, yeah. tough course. Like par fours, but you're still sitting. Like I don't know the day we went. Like the wind was crazy. Like you couldn't match out the dip, like the wind direction, the long holes just ate you up. Then you were in some little trees, but I've never played a course that was actually a J shape. You had to go low ceiling, open field, low ceiling, and then you had to cut back like you're going back to your tee box. It was nuts. I'm like, yeah. It was that hole on four. four, yeah, hole yeah. four hole with four. the gully, yeah. It's- yeah crazy hole because my brother's like we got to play it short so we can make it in but he didn't tell me that there was like and there's a mando yeah so you can't go over <laughs> so you can't go over yeah and i'm like we should have played this outside why didn't you tell me this so i'm like <laughs> hugging the tree line I'm like yeah oh, whatever i'm playing it just to play and then they got the clown's mouth like you get you finally get to like a short putter shot and it's got a triple mando clown's mouth like all grown up and you have to go through the mouth. I don't know if that was there when you were no, there. No, it's like it's a huge picket fence. Yeah. Like um I looked at like the Renaissance yeah. type of fence. And you have to make it through that Mando. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Yeah. And then I, mean, that's I was the only really one cool. that made it through the Mando. And then in the USDGC you play all the way around and after you play sixteen it's quite a hike up to seventeen and it's an island hole at the USDGC. So there's got these hay bales up. Short little putter shot, maybe 182, maybe 220 tops, but you have to make the island or you have to re-tee with a penalty. Oh, boy. That could people people have lost their tournament. Sure. You know, they throw four or five shots and none of them make the Mando. And they're just like, (laughs) I was up by four strokes (laughs) and I just lost the United States Disc Golf. That's crazy. That's the only tee box I saw that has a net. It's got a net so you can't go too high. Really? Yeah, you can't even the, the, see that on coverage either, but there's a net. Dude, we we teed off, and I'm, like, looking up. I'm like, why is there a net? <laughs> and I'm like, 
It's there this for is you. nuts. Yeah. And then 18, I think, was like the most beautiful shot. That was the coolest. Yeah, over the water and then up over the hill. The, yeah. The tee box was on a dock. So you're on a dock facing straight, but the basket's like up a hill and it's to the left, like pitched, like a good dog would left. So you had to go up. And then I was not trying to kill the baby geese because we we're at that time of the day or the year. So we have all these the gooselings or geeselings out I'm like just don't knock one out like <laughs> well, i feel terrible so you had to shoot yeah. up that, that was that was cool that's it's awesome cool that you got to play that course that's it's the only place i've ever been where you're driving down the highway and like next to the exit sign it says united states disc golf championship this, oh that's rad this exit yeah you're driving down and there's a disc golf sign on the highway that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I really wish. I, I really wish it was uh, like that, like mainstream, right? Everywhere, especially obviously here, because uh, more courses is just really my interest. I just want more courses. Yeah, I, swear, I have man hours to donate. If anybody's trying to build a course, <laughs> <laughs> I will come. I will work. I want multiple courses. Yeah, I know you were talking about one in paradise. Yeah, I hope that works. I missed the meeting because I was on vacation. Slacker. I know. If you were on vacation, there's no excuse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let, I was in North Carolina, though. Let me know when you're doing, like, meetings. I'll show up, too. I mean, the more the merrier. Yeah, there. so the one day I was playing, we talked about this on the podcast. Um, the roof right here down the road, I just went down to the baseball field to do field work. And a township guy came through. He was mowing grass, and I just kept playing. And I was like, all right, I'm going to wrap it up because this guy was probably going to start cutting the field. And then he stops his mow and he's like, you play disc golf? I'm like, yeah, what's up, dude? And he's like, oh, we're actually trying to put a course up here. And uh, it's up the road. I, I forget what the park's name is. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. And he gave me the dates for the township meetings. So I think supervisor meetings are the first Wednesday and the third Wednesday of the month. Oh, cool. And I was like, all right. He's like, hey, you could probably come out and, like, you know, push it for them to get this going. I was like, well, I'll come out and walk the park and see what kind of layout we can do. Yeah, that's cool. Because I just think it would be cool to be like, hey, KDJ slash 570 Disc Golf got to help design a course. Yeah, <laughs> that that's awesome, man. Sick. We're about yeah. giving back to the community. Of course. We yeah. do with the podcast. I yes. mean, look, you guys give me some sweet apparel to wear at these tournaments. I got them to all the tournaments. I got to tell you, the shirt looks great on you. I know that red is like tiger red. I and show I, up. I, that's the, I swear, yeah. I swear, that is exactly what I said when we got the shirt. I was like, "It's tiger red." I was like, "That's the Sunday best. That's yeah, what you wear to that, win that's tournaments." That's what you win. Wear to win tournaments. <laughs> I haven't won in it yet, but it's coming. You got to wear that and some uh, black slacks or something. Yeah, it's too hot for that though. Yeah, <laughs> I think I discussed leaning it on the dress code. <laughs> but yeah, that, at Pinebrook, man, you you were the freshest dude there. Honestly, like you had because you had a shirt that had like like sponsorships tagged yeah. on it, and nobody else had that. I didn't see anybody else. No, with it, like shirts like that, and it made me, it made me feel good. Yeah, it made me feel. It good. made me. Even happier to know you. <laughs> I think it made everybody feel happy. As like we're doing something for our local people, you know, trying yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. For us, that that was a a big deal for us. That got us a, a whole lot of 
Bro, I was wild. so really? hyped that yeah, morning. That's cool. I was so hyped that morning. Yeah, those interviews I listened to you guys. I mean, I don't listen to all the episodes, but those interviews in the morning, man, everybody seemed so hyped and so ready to go. Yeah. It was awesome. Like, it, was, it got me re-pumped up, and I'm like, <laughs> man, the tournament was two weeks ago, and I'm just listening to this now, and yeah. I'm pumped up, ready to play it. You know. Yeah, that was a good time. We definitely want to do more of those. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually... Um, you got to give us the tournament that you're going to so we can weasel our way in there yeah. and follow you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, um, I can't give dates yet, but I just purchased a whole lot of discs um, to run four tournaments in August, September, and one in October um, in this area and out in, um, I guess that's lake harmony area so i'm gonna run a tournament at the francis walter dam and one at linesville we're gonna do a monday tournament just for people that can't play the weekends um and then i'm working with pinebrook we're gonna run a tournament there sometime in september and i'm trying to get with the township and run one in october at yetter oh yeah yeah so keep us tuned into that for sure sure yeah Yeah. for sure and let us know what we can do too because we definitely want to help out in any way possible yeah, there'll definitely be, like, work days to try to get it ready, and then, you know, if you guys are available, do the podcast at those. That'd be great. Yeah, uh, I feel cool. like we could make ourselves available <laughs> yeah. to do that. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this is, like, something cool that, are like, yeah, there's disc golf, like, podcasts, and, like, you have YouTube for tournaments, but do you have podcasts for tournaments? Yeah, yeah, I don't ever hear any, like, radio play-by-play or anything like that right now. You guys might be the first to market on that. Yeah, and yeah. and honestly, it was a blast for us, like because it was new for us. It's the first. I mean, we practiced with you guys at Yetter, yeah. you know, but it's different when uh, you know it's like you know people you're just around and there's it's just you know tags or whatever versus the tournament, right? Which is quite a bit more serious for some people, you know. <laughs> and it felt really good to be there and like doing the coverage. Yeah. What people don't know, like, behind the scenes, when, like, we got back into podcasts, like, with work, COVID, and all that stuff, and uh, we got disc golf, and I was like, Keith, I want to do a charity event and do something with disc golf, and, like, KDJ, blah, 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 and then I saw a uh, shout-out to Brian, who ran that one at uh, Pinebrook. Dude, I called this dude instantly when I saw that. I'm like, yo, we have our chance. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we, do this we right put now. it out in the universe, and this is about to happen. Like, let's run yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, and it's it was unfortunate because we had some technical difficulties that morning, and I lost, like, four interviews. Yeah, we did. We, oh, we did so many different interviews back to back because... <laughs> We just had issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was just issues. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily my fault, but there was. But it, it. was. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, it, it still turned out great. I think so. I think it was cool. Yeah, that's one thing I'm doing with these four tournaments is they're all going to be charity events. So whether the charity be Pinebrook or the you know Stroud Regional Open Space or you know, a food shelter or a different charity, every one of them is going to contribute to a charity. You know, and well, let's see do what it. We do. And yeah. we talked about this when we, like, I don't know if you listened back, but when we first, like, came back in full throttle podcast, we were like, we're giving back to the community. Yeah, like, this like, is we what we want. a whole show about it. <laughs> we want to thrive, like, with how COVID happened and how right. people are these days. Like, we want to help. 
Yeah, and those tournaments are super fun for us. It's a fun way for us to help, too. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm down. So, Was, is, did Pinebrook get all the pads done? No, I think they have six of them done now. I, I was trying to count them yesterday in my head, but um, tomorrow we're doing a three-hour session to get um, all the forms ready, and we're going to pour three more on Saturday. Yeah. What time are you guys going to be down there? Tomorrow, doing the forms one to four. And on Saturday, I believe Steve posted because of rain, he's doing it at one to four as well to pour the pads. Okay. Yeah. And he's he's a master of his craft, man. He He's like a human level. He'll, he'll yeah. sit there and look and be like, oh, you got a little high in the back left corner. I mean, just to think that that man put that course in, I mean, he's shout amazing. out to Steve. I shout mean, out to Steve. He's right. The first time we were there, he was working on the course. Yeah. Well, the first time I was there. Bro, that was the first time you were there too, right? Hung over wearing mullets and oh, yeah. talking to this dude who's <laughs> on the course. Dude, and I, had, <laughs> I mean, he probably doesn't realize it was us. <laughs> You're probably yeah, not. he definitely does not realize we are the same people. And that it was it was whole twelve because that's when yeah. you, it you goes back up. Yeah, right. Yeah, and we we're like, "What's up, dude?" <laughs> Danny, dude, I had no friggin' shirt on with a <laughs> denim vest and a mullet. <laughs> With like a, a red, white, and blue sweatband, it was the most ridiculous situation you could ever imagine. Yeah, we we're just ripping eighties hairband music too as we're doing it, dude. Yeah, if you want a good time, come play disc golf with us. Yeah, hell yeah, we know how to have fun. But yeah, we ran into him there, and he was telling us, you know, he he introduced himself. And, you know, we learned that, like, he designed the whole course. Took him a year and a half everything. to... And I'm like, that's epic. Like, yeah, I can't ha- even imagine taking on that project. To have that vision and then make it a reality, it just is mind-blowing. Especially on that property, because that there's, like, a lot of bad ways that could have gone. Yeah, absolutely. And but those just, holes are awesome. Yeah, they're yeah. good holes. And, like, does a course where you don't need multiple baskets right you don't need long long tea another tea box for longs right. because you're in it to win it right. or you're just not yeah and he's got he's got nine short tees too for like the right people that go to camp and i take my son there at least once a week and my daughter and we play all the shorts you know nine hole shorts that's about enough for an eight-year-old and a six-year-old oh, they're, yeah. they're about done yeah you know mm-hmm. but they're long enough where they can still have fun and not get eights and nines on every hole right you know and that's right on this champion level course right that's what i'm saying the same property i I can't i i want to see that be like the course like the proving grounds because i'm sorry like i could see that course getting like top-notch players in yeah Yeah. it's like it it should be a destination for anybody who's like serious yeah about it and like has something you know a reputation or they're trying to build a reputation scoring well at pinebrook to me is like a oh you're you got something going on because because i looked at it and i remember when i saw you i think it was the day before the tournament you were playing with your pops yeah i just came through and uh i asked you about like the ob's and stuff like and if you do like a legit tournament yo you can have some crazy ob's on that course where absolutely they will eat people up and spit them out and it'll just be like so cool to watch but you you know you know what would be really cool too is like the good lines that you could take if you are able to get them they're epic Yeah. yeah on on every hole 
Yeah. Like, I mean, the short stuff is short stuff, whatever. But, like, when you get pretty much from seven through the rest of the course, yeah. yeah. There's, like, really some technical shots that you could play. And if you hit them good, it's like, it'll be like a mind blowing shot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of risk re- reward, like. Uh, you can really get this if you hit this line, or <laughs> or you could totally duff every yeah, you're opportunity. Gonna, you're going to be struggling, yeah. just like that man, our man, mad scientist, cutting through that <laughs> line that he wanted to create on the whole eight to go uphill. Dude, it was oh, nuts. Boy. Dude, he was on the left hand side, perched like you know, if your second drive, right? And you kick out on a tree, and he's like, "I'm going to the top." through the forest <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was like are you serious bro he's like yeah i think we're gonna do it i'm like yeah Yo, you're mad <laughs> he had a he had a long distance to the basket and it was up the hill and he was only like maybe a quarter of the way up the hill or a fifth of the way up the hill he was just barely on the hillside and it was just all trees he, yeah. was like, oh. <laughs> he looked he looked at everybody else and we're all just like uh-uh. i was like don't do no. it dude don't do it like <laughs> that's, play that's it a out. bad idea yeah. <laughs> he's like i'm going for it i'm like I like your style, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that course plays, though. Yeah. That's fun. Definitely. I mean, disc golf is great. <laughs> it's probably the... I mean, it's definitely the newest game, sport, whatever I got into. And it's definitely the most... It has consumed more of my time than most other things. Because yeah. I love it. Yeah, even on a day where you're like, not really feeling up to doing too too much you could still go disc golfing and yeah, hang yeah. out and take your time or yeah. you know and still have a good time because you're just hiking through the woods yeah throwing discs my son know? loves hole two at yetter okay it's like just uh, he has a thing about it it's like his favorite spot yeah so we'll go there and just play we'll play one and then we'll just go to two. Like, we'll play one blue, and then from the blue basket, just play to the yellow basket. Right. And then go over to two, and then just, so long as nobody's coming through, we'll just keep walking back and playing that hole over yeah, and over. That's cool. And he loves it so much. And I'm like, I'm down. Like, I'll yeah. play I'll yeah, play this I'll a thousand playing. times with you. I don't care. Because yeah. you can, because you don't get bored with it. Right. And you can go, you know, you can go this way, you can go that way, you could flick, you could backhand, you throw, you could pr- really practice on that hole. Yeah. And and you have the obstacles in the way too. You yeah. got to play Hansylvania. Oh yeah. What's that? That's that's my that's home you, course. This is where you, here? This this where is you are. This is this, Hansylvania. Yep. Yeah, you yeah, got to yeah, play my home course. Definitely got to play it. That's cool. This is the Sheddington Palace yes. that you're in right now. <laughs> oh man, I didn't know I was in a royalty place. <laughs> we, we drink with pinkies out. <laughs> well, you <laughs> Well, you've seen his baskets. It's actually really cool. And we've talked right. about this before, so too. But it's Yeah, two baskets, but it's a three-hole course. That's cool. How we lay things out. But we out. come up with some real bullshit fucking <laughs> yeah, mandos. We, so yeah, if you, you take the hole, then you play the course. But there's permanent out-of-bounds. Okay. And then when we play, it's whoever takes the hole, it's putters only, flicks, rollers, rollers yeah. anything you want right. to screw the other person. And if it's a good time and you don't have to work... There's definitely drinking games involved. <laughs> I I do want to do like a disc golf party this summer. Yeah, that'd be cool. Have a bunch of people over, grill, cook, 
We said this like 17 times on this podcast. Yeah, dude. I don't care, though, because like, we need to keep talking about it, so that way it's not an option anymore. Right? It, yeah, it's going it to have to happen. Yeah. I said, this. so my thought was like, get a big uh, like piece of paper, right, and put targets on it, with, and you write the people's names on it. And so everybody stands in a line, and then you have to take out the, the person's name, like the box that that person's oh, name is cool. in. And everybody gets eliminated until there's nobody left. Yeah, that's neat. Right? Yeah. yeah. We do a little mini tournament here. That's cool. I usually play, like, horse around the house, too. You know, we get That'd my dad over there, and, you know, buddies over there, and we'll play horse. Like, you got to throw this one between your legs and behind your back. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, it helps. Like, yeah, absolutely. We did you... a putting game last time. We set up the putter oh, or yeah. oh. the basket, like, I don't know, like 30 feet out. <laughs> you destroyed it. God, tell him. And it was the first one to make the basket, but you have to stand, you know, and if you miss, you got to run back. But the first person that makes it gets to move the basket another 20, 30 feet. Okay. And you shoot, and we play from the back of the yard all the way to the front. And if you made it to hole two's tee box, then you win. Okay. And then, the, like, the one shot, dude, I put the basket right behind the tree. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to tell him about the 80-foot... <laughs> birdie oh, shot my birdie shot was yeah that's when he was like 75 foot out oh that's awesome that's good he came up and he was like we gotta uh what did you even say oh you said backhand no forehand and then you had to put scooby yep from from 30 feet and in so, uh, i only play with uh mid-ranges and putters yeah like, you don't need a driver yeah. here and so i backed why'd you look right at me <laughs> why did you look <laughs> Right at me. Because he plays a Why, He looked right at me. We talked shit the whole as time. As if... <laughs> made eye contact. As if I couldn't play with a mid-range. <laughs> Sir Hanselot. I didn't even think about that. But anyway, so I backhand my uh, mid-range. <laughs> or forehanded. Sorry. And then I was like 75, 80 feet out. And I just drained my... And I use putters that I don't even use on the course. Right. Just stuff here. Yeah. I was very salty about that. Bro, I drained it. And <laughs> I he, was very, very, very salty about that. And he that. just looks at me. He's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, running around the yard. <laughs> yeah. I was like, he was like, did you see that? I was like, I didn't see anything. It was all right. It was a decent <laughs> shot, whatever. <laughs> Never happened. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we have good times. You got to come up and play, Yeah, dude. that's cool. You're more than welcome. Absolutely. Mikasa Sukasa at Hansylvania. Yeah, it's a cool spot, man. This isn't far from my work either, or far from home, nothing. This is. I told nice. you, bro. It was like right by your job. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. So. But sweet, man. Well, thanks for coming out. Oh, absolutely. Thank um, you, guys. Again, thanks for the sweet shirt. And, you know, I rep it every tournament. Got nine more tournaments coming up this year already. And that's not everything. So. We got markers, too. Oh, cool. I have them in the car. I'll have to give them one. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't update them, but yeah, I, you'll get you'll get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and we appreciate you rocking that shirt, yeah, man. Dude, like that's it. That, I mean, I never thought we would get to this point. Yeah, Not at cool. all. Not at zero thoughts when I. I came never to this thought dude. that two thousand people would listen to us talk. Yeah, really. That's world, so. It's like, two thousand yeah. worldwide. <laughs> yeah, there's people in like Britain. Listening wow, to that's, us. That's cool. <laughs> I looked this week. We had actually, like, so you get, like, less than 1%. So I don't know if they, like, click on it and it just scans that they clicked on it. Right. We had 1% in South Korea. <laughs> what? 
like, Yo, you ain't hacking this shit. So. Do you know? Do you know? <laughs> do you know how proud I am? That's what of I'm saying. One less than one percent probably is the real number. But no, it was full one percent in South Korea, and I was like, I looked at it, I scratched my head, and I'm like, cool, dude. I don't even care whatever. if they made a mistake on yeah. whatever they were yeah, that's <laughs> looking awesome, through. Guys. I enjoy listening to you guys. I mean, it's the variety, and you know, obviously, I love disc golf, but even. Even listen to Joe V. I, I love Joe V. Who doesn't? And, yeah. and, I mean, Seriously, you, you guys guy. on here had me cracking up on this. He, oh, that's an eighty-eight, and like it was so definitive. No, that's a seventy-two. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. really want to get weird and listen to it, listen to the uh, lions, tiger. Uh, no, 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 no. Sea, sea turtles, ligers, and kangaroos. Yes. Okay. If I have you re- to check that one out. If, if you want to laugh, that was like, we, me and Keith got in such a heated argument over <laughs> who was more dominant. Oh, it was. The, the shit hit the fan. It was amazing. <laughs> it was great. Honestly, in fact, anybody listening to this episode, if you haven't heard that episode, just go back the Sea Turtles to- episode, I'll just call it the Sea Turtles episode because it pretty much won. You know, it was my faction that really took the cake. So, but I still, you know what's crazy? I re-listened to that. I know we're going over here. I'm just saying. I still go back and listen to that myself. And I was there. Like, I know the whole conversation. But it is absolutely my favorite episode. It was so funny. So dumb, but so funny. (laughs) Yeah. And we got so feuded between each other. Like, the heat was coming up. I was like, yeah, well, my blockers are eating your seat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go listen to that. Yeah, please do. But, yo, definitely thanks for coming out, bro. Thanks for having me. All right, shout out to everybody that keeps on listening. Yes, and thank you. Stay tuned. Peace. Peace out.